Hey, what's up? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Movie Dumpster. Today we're talking Star Kid from 1997, directed by Manny Cotto. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor Turbot Acquired McGraw. Welcome to the Dumpster. Are you like an alien creature? Non-factual. I am not biotic in origin. A robot? Partially factual. I am not designed for independent motion. A biotic host is required. Biotic host? Generally, an advanced life form requiring transport. Do you require transport? So there's some weird Giver parallels to this. Uh, funny you mention that because <laughs> the first thing on IMDb is get the director base this movie on the Giver cartoon. Are you fucking joshing me right now? Nope, not at all. Straight up. Who said this? <laughs> I don't know. I blame Mark Hamill. <laughs> I mean, I love the guy, but he takes the blame for this one. Um, yeah, cockroach and all. That, yeah, that's what he's. That's what <laughs> yeah. he's doing. Help me, Spencer. <laughs> Help me, Spencer. Help me, Spencer. <laughs> I've got jokes about that, but oh boy, this is a movie that takes you know the Giver, uh, a little bit of Lawnmower Man, specifically Cybo Man. The rest can just stay with that hunk <laughs> of junk. I forgot this movie existed, even though as a child I saw previews. I was like, I need to see it. Oh, um, and I did. I sure did. I did not until now. Um, when you said we're doing Star Kid, I went home and was like, oh, that Jeff Bridges movie. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not the same thing. You know what's hilarious? <laughs> what? <laughs> the guy who actually plays the suit, like, the, like, like, not the voice of the suit, like the suit actor. Yeah. Because, you know, Joseph Manzello is not in the suit. <laughs> When it's, like, running around? No, of course not. It's clearly Jalel White because it's the fucking Urkel bot. <laughs> it's Robin Williams. <laughs> you didn't take your pick, honestly. Because this thing... <sighs> Listen, this suit looks pretty cool, but for a movie that, like, has a creature that looks way cooler but still somehow looks like a Power Rangers monster, I, I, I'm not really into it. I mean, I get what they're trying to accomplish. <laughs> so Alex Daniels is inside the the cyborg suit, right? And it's funny that you mentioned Starman because he's in that too. Are you fucking kidding me? What the no. hell? <laughs> and he's also he also plays the Beast guy in Meridian, Full Moon Joint. Good shit. Next, you're gonna tell me like, oh yeah, and Scream Mad George was one of fucking one of the consultants. No, but I got I got some fucking doozies for this one coming up. So, in this movie, basically features Tim from Jurassic Park playing uh, Spencer Griffith. He's just uh, basically this dorky kid that gets picked on in school that finds a Giver suit. <laughs> Pretty much, he I, fucking saves the world from ET. I'm not really sure, but not before he's he he like peeping Tom's this little girl and like ruins, of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, ruins this... of fucking Corvette. 
<laughs> goes all fucking Jim Carrey's the mask on a guy. Yeah. This movie should be like the blueprint for like, yeah, let's never put the fate of the world in the hands of a child. I think that's the gag here. I mean, yeah, it's clearly a kid's movie. Yeah, the thing with this is there's no real like moral to the story. It's just kind of like, eh, that was a fun night. Let's go home. Right. Yeah, like they tease this thing with his dad and his dad just at the end of the movie is like, I'm a better father now. Isn't that cool? I've had no journey to this point. Is he? Question mark. <laughs> You know, the family dynamic in this film is really all over the place. It's it's kind of like prototypical 90s uh, family comedy. Yeah, uh, sort of. It's very Power Rangers-esque. There's a lot of cool shit in this movie, though. I will give it that. Because I'd like... If, if you're saying that IMDb, the director, based this off the Guyver anime, and you gotta think, like, yeah. you know, obviously Super Sentai had been around for a long time, but, like, Power Rangers, I feel like that was big, maybe, was that early or late 90s? When was that blowing up? I think, it, well, it was blowing up in the in the early 90s, because I remember, Jesus, I'm trying to think. I want to say... Power Rangers definitely blew up in the early 90s, because... Yeah, like, 92 or 3, like, I remember... Right. Because, and I, I remember this, because, remember how I said last week, how my mom would not take me to Radar Films, uh... Yes. At all. Uh, she also was adamantly against me owning anything Power Rangers related, even though everyone around me, even the people making fun of me, all had Power Rangers toys. So I was extra special in regards for being a loser. Oof. Um, but in first grade, everyone fucking had these things. And first grade for me was, I think, 93, 94. I can't remember. Yeah. So yeah, around yeah, there. I definitely remember that being the big craze. <laughs> because I was left out of it. If I remember correctly, like that whole thing... Like, I feel like your mom watched that news that news bit where it was like, Power Rangers is making kids fucking kill each other at school tonight at nine. No, I, I have my own theories, uh, especially considering recent events, uh, that she just didn't want to buy any fucking toys. Okay, well, <laughs> that's the long con. <laughs> no toys for you, fucker. No toys for you. You can't watch that. It's too violent. I'm not buying anything. <laughs> it's too expensive, goddamn. Sam Whipple comes over and he's playing <laughs> with them in front of you. Um, I'm going to bring you a Power Ranger. Nope, Sam Whipple said no. No, Sam, Sam Whipple got that leather from your mother. <laughs> Sam Whipple said, he's like, hey, kind of, this is a fun toy. Don't you like it? And he's like rolling on the ground, playing with it, showing him <laughs> the face. I got a note from your mother that says, none for you. Fuck off, buddy. You can't have this Dragonzord and the Titanus uh, expansion. Oh, watch this. Fucking come together. You wish you had it, don't you? Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> delicious tears. Jesus Christ. So this opens with like a, you know, a vo it's a voiceover. And it's like. This opens with galactic genocide. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's like, the Trellcasts and the Trellcasts. Cans or the whatevers are being destroyed by the yeah the goblin fucking aliens are getting destroyed <laughs> by the lizard men aliens. <laughs> it's 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 a bunch of Yodas get murdered by a bunch of bugs from Men in Black. That's basically what the opening is, and everyone has pew pew lasers that spark everything. These things look like Brian Froud fucking goblins. That's what they look like. <laughs> they look like you know yeah you know and then. They're basically goblins with body armor on, but they're just yeah. getting blasted left and right. It's like the fucking Ewoks at the end of Return of the Jedi. They have gross suckers in their upper lips. What do you have those for? Ugh. I don't know what that's about. There's a lot of sucker things in this movie, but, like, they look like Jareth's goblin knights that the fucking are, like, attacking Ludo. Like, they have Ludo tied up in the labyrinth. Yeah. And they're like, oh, da-da-da, we got to know, friend boy. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's what they look like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it. David Bowie's singing to him as they're getting all blasted away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, mommy is a babe. Pew, 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 pew. 
Can you not sing right now? He, he's the king of the trillions or whatever the fuck. He's like, it creates a force field around me. It protects me. Well, it's really fucking up our aim. Bowie's the only one not getting shot. <laughs> everybody's, yeah, everybody's dead around him. He's like, what's said is said. <laughs> or whatever. I saw my baby. Just dances off screen. <laughs> He's like, off to destroy another civilization. Yeah, he's just like, bye. He walks like backwards down a fucking staircase. No, he turns into Superman's space shuttle. Because the next scene, it's like apparently these goblin fucks have uh, scientists that have this Kal-El fucking rocket. And they're going to send it off into the freaking middle of... All roads lead to Earth. Like, I'm convinced that, like, everyone just passes each other. Like, someone goes like, oh, hey, Goku. Hey, Cal. Where you guys going? Earth? Me too! Do you think Shane Black was sitting around and was like, ah, I need a fucking plot for the Predator, the new Predator movie. Hmm. <laughs> Superman. No, fucking send fucking alien armor to Earth to protect it from invading aliens. Get me a Giver unit. <laughs> Get me a Giver. That's a movie I'll take. Give me, a, give me that versus movie. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, these Trellkins or whatever are just getting fucking murked left and right. Um, and uh, it's, I guess, uh, it's Creator or, or, well, we find it later, it's the Creator. He managed to, you know, Jor-El this thing off off planet. Uh, and I, I guess we're supposed to think that, like, the, the one, because it gets hit on the way out of the atmosphere and kind of veers off course a little bit. I, I'm, I'm guessing that means that's that maybe it wasn't supposed to go to Earth originally or something. Where was it going? I, I don't know. Who cares? This thing looks like a fucking Nerf Whistler ball. Remember those fucking <laughs> things? That's exactly what it yeah. looks like. It passes Zod as he's getting chucked into the giant fucking uh, the space penis from Man of Steel. Did they have Brett Favre come out the throat in the space? <laughs> Welcome to Joe Montana football. Let me throw this small alien spaceship into the sky. <laughs> Phew, look at it go. Um, so, yeah, this thing is going into space, blah, blah, blah. And then we, uh, do we not slam cut to, uh, to, uh, the 90s bullying? Yeah, we have this weird fucking, like, fade in from, uh, basically it's a spaceship flying through space with all these planets in the distance. And it fades out and there's this fucking marbles placed exactly where the planets would be. And some asshole kid comes in and kicks them into fucking dirt. And, like, we're just thrust in the middle of this exchange between a ma- a, a, a boy who calls himself Turbo. <laughs> I just referred to him as Bully the entire film. No, his name is Manfred Turbo Bruntley. Manfred Bruntley? What is he, Wilford Brimley's fucking cousin? Like... <laughs> it's his grandson? He's like, my grandpa, he's in the Arctic. He's a scientist or something. I'm coming home. I'm all better now. I'm, I'm not an alien. You can open the door. There's no snow. It's just, just, it's just decoration. Let, let, me try, let me teach you how to blow a fucking race car. What do you say? <laughs> Um, so Turbo apparently, um, uh, has dominion over half of the blacktop. Yeah, and there's, like, you can't come on this side of the blacktop. The, uh, apparently it's into three factions. There's his cool side, the other side, and then the girls' section. Whatever that the fuck is supposed to mean. Yeah. What is, and, like, does that mean they're not allowed on the blacktop? Where are the adults? I don't know. Oh, there's one. Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> there's one. Yeah, it's not, like, fucking, uh, Death Note. <laughs> They're in the fucking teacher's room, like in a big bully where the guy's fucking... They're all smoking and giving out Kennedy theories. <laughs> They're all having a heated dispute about the magic bullet. Uh, Turbo, uh, it, like, fucking takes uh, Jurassic Park boy, Spencer. <laughs> For a hot second there, I forgot that he was the one in the movie, and I'm watching, and I was like, is that fucking Bug Hall? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Alfalfa himself, and I'm like, oh, wait. This is fucking what's-his-face in Jurassic Park. Like, what am I talking about? His name is Joseph Mazzello. 
And let me tell you something. I forgot that he's in, like, other movies. I've never seen him do anything else. I know he was in this and in Jurassic Park, but he's also in Simon Birch, which I really like. Oh, my God. He's in Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, here we go. He plays fucking... Oh, what is he, Brian May? No, he plays fucking John Deacon. Oh, my God. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Now, I haven't seen it yet, so I didn't even know that was him. Good movie, one bad scene. The one that everyone joked about on Twitter. Yeah, so anyway, he's still working, so good for him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where the girl who played Lexi went, so. What, does he say at some point? The, oh, no, that's later on. I'll save that. Um, So he backs up against, like, the fucking, uh, what is it, the tetherball pole? Um, yeah. And, like, oh, th- yeah. threatens him or something. Um, And then it, like, seems to end in, in no instant, and then, uh, I'm just going to call him fucking Tim, Uh, smacks the ball or, like, inadvertently moves the ball, and it swings around. I thought this ball was going to hit this kid in the head. That's what I thought. It, like, grazes his fucking hat. Grazes the back of his hat, and this kid acts like he just got spit on. Well, he's going to be doing some spitting in a second. He fucking walks over, and he's like, what, what the fuck, man? And he grabs him, and he's like, uh, what the fuck does he do? He's like, he's like, you're USDA prime beef or whatever. What the, what is this fucking threat? Yeah, what is with this joke? I don't know, but it never lands, and it's not funny. When did Tommy Boy come out? Were they like, man, remember the thing with the joke with the butcher's asshole? Remember that? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're USADDA-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D
Oh yeah, Mark Hamill played the. the I would have been like, yeah, sure, whatever. The fuck, the diddler. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, he, yeah, sure, he played the diddler. Okay. The science teacher comes in and she breaks up the fight, and while she's kind of reprimanding. Uh, this bully character, you you cuts the Tim kind of looking morose in the corner, and he's just like he's going all Goku from Dragon Ball Evolution. He sees this girl he likes, and he's like literally picturing himself like walking with her and like holding her hand and smiling with her. Well, this is a little bit more subtle, and I kind of liked it because it was like him going up to her and like showing her like the Midnight Warrior comic book. True. And she was like, "Oh, I'm totally into that." But then he like snaps out of me. He's like, "Man, that was stupid. I don't know. She, this girl's not gonna like my comic book." That's true. There was no field of flowers or anything behind her, to be fair. She sure as shit wasn't eating fucking strawberries. There was also no um, no uh, needless attachment to this kid that Chi-Chi has in that movie, because she's just like, Hi, Goku, you looked at me once. I'm in love with you. She's just, she, He's just crushing on her, because she's, cause she's pretty or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I suppose. Question, Mark. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a child. Uh, do you want, do you want to mate? Is that your mate? Dear God, stop it, Sai. You want to get fucked or what? You're creeping us out. Um. So, uh, Miss Holloway breaks up and they go into science class and she's uh, talking about a uh, an insect that fires shit out of its ass. <laughs> this is kind of fun. This is kind of fun, but it doesn't really make any sense <laughs> at all. No, because you think it might go somewhere, but it doesn't. It's just it's it's just a weird science uh, bit in the middle of this movie. It's like, oh, I'm the hip teacher. I said fart in class. <laughs> Yeah, like, you kids like Nickelodeon? She's like, this fucking beetle shits out a venom, or shits out an acid out of its ass. That's it. Class dismissed. It's like a gnarly fart. Yeah, brrr, yeah the bill just rings right there. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, Timmy boy, he's fucking sitting there drawing in his math textbook with his fucking drawn Midnight Warrior in pencil. Yeah, man, daydreaming about that. This this was me in, high sc- in, in, in all of school, in regular school, high school. <laughs> this was me throughout the entirety of my existence in school. Unable to pay attention. I'm just saying, you know... Tim's having problems with his father. His father's going to have a real problem with him at the end of the school year when he's got to pay 50 bucks to replace that book. He doesn't give a shit. This guy's like a lawyer or something. I don't know what he does. He's like Captain Business or something. Yeah, much like Daniel Baldwin was in In Pursuit, a lawyer or something. <laughs> somebody get me Somebody get me a phone. I got to make a call. Somebody get me a phone. I got to put it in my car and talk to it. Get me somebody. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just put somebody on the other end of the phone. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like fucking Brian Murray talking to fucking Crick. Griswold just, in his office. There's a phone sex operator like, sir, you please let me go. I have other clients to talk to. That's a conversation with a fucking telemarketer. He's like, he's like, no. We have to talk to he's like, oh, we gotta talk about the merger. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so the girl he likes sees him drawing this uh, character in his textbook, and she kind of, like, compliments him on it, and he just blows it. He just sits there like, ah. He fucking deep freezes, and then, like, starts bashing his head on his desk, and Miss Holloway's like, hey, Stop doing that. Come here. I want to show you this spider. Hold on. I know exactly what happened. He's already dealt with T-Rexes. He stood perfectly still so it wouldn't see him. Yeah, but he wants to be seen, doesn't he? Yeah, but girls are also terrifying to him, too. So he oh, just yeah. learned from the best. He's like, if I don't move, she won't know I'm here. Should have brought a goat. <laughs> he, just, he just throws a goat leg and she's like, oh! So Ms. Holloway's like, come here. I want to tell you this story about a spider. So my dad locked me in a room with a spider cage and told me to put my hand in it. And you know what? It just kept getting easier and easier. Basically, what I'm saying is, you'll fit in eventually. Just don't be a pussy. Miss Holloway, do you want to talk about why that's psychologically traumatizing? No, hold a tarantula. Ah, I would have literally as a child, if someone did this to me, I would have died on the spot. (laughs) I would have been bitten or, or pissed my pants and 
And you know what? I'll be quite honest. As a 31-year-old man, adult man, uh, I still probably have that reaction. See, I I used to have that fear of spiders, especially big ones. But um, because of who I live with, my, my roommate Ashley, who I've talked about before, she's big into bugs. And when I first moved in, um, my bathroom was where the tarantula tank was. Um, so I had to pass that thing every time I went to get a towel. And eventually I was like, whatever. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess her her therapy was correct. You know, you you overcome your fear. I, I was locked in a room with a spider for a period yeah. of time. <laughs> uh, it's which is funny because some point I walk by and go, "Oh God, there's two of them." She's like, "Nah, he's just molting." That is just horrifying to me. <laughs> but uh... so now I think by like default we have to fucking do arachnophobia. I think that's on the uh, list. You know, we're gonna have to call Kirion for that one. He can uh, <laughs> take my place, bring him back from uh, American Werewolf in Paris. Uh, we'd have a good time with that one. So so, yeah, she just has him hold the spider, and he just pisses himself, like, basically the whole time. Um, however, I will say I have held a tarantula before, and they're pretty cool. They just itch afterwards because their hair is very um, uh, spiny and itchy. Um, yeah. Uh, Defense so mechanism. She's like, yeah, it's, you know, if you keep running from things you're afraid of, blah, 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 like girls and bullies, you know, you're going to keep running for the rest of your life. And he's like, good to know. I'm going to go get an alien suit. <laughs> it's a pretty nice message, but you're totally right. <laughs> No, it's a nice message, but, like, it never goes any deeper than that. And I guess it doesn't really have to, but, like, that's it. That's our motivation for the film. I need to be able to talk to the girl I like and stand up to this fucking bully. This bully who might as well be the fucking brother from Home Alone. Well, he learns the errors of his ways um, later on, but... uh, Does he, though? I mean, maybe. Um, I think he just got the shit scare out of him. After he basically, you know, ends school for the day, you know, kids get on the bus, kids get picked up. He's fucking standing around this jacket waiting for hours. And so eventually he's just like, well, I guess my dad's not coming. And he starts, like, walking home. <laughs> yes. He's waiting for his dad, and his dad just, like, forgot him. I mean, he's got to talk into that, that car phone. It's, it's. I'm sorry. I was, in, I was in seven meetings at the same time. You wouldn't believe how long they put me on hold for. It's the 90s. He, like, he ends up trying to walk home, and then he, like, passes a fucking Ben and Jerry's or some shit, and, like, the chick that he likes is sitting there eating ice cream with her friends. By the way, um, her friends... Are these, like, 30-year-old women trapped <laughs> in, like, something. 12-year-old bodies? Like, what is it? They have the weirdest conversations. The one chick's like, I'm going to, you know, I, I don't want no babies in me or whatever. And the other one's like, I'm going to open a t-shirt business or, or something. And the other one's like, can we just eat our ice cream and be ch- children? Yeah, we're 10. Yeah, we're 10. <laughs> Meanwhile, Spencer's fucking practicing, like, rehearsing his line he's going to use on her when he walks up. Yeah, because he's trying to face his fear. He's like the midnight warrior is cool uh you like the midnight warrior i do too freezes like a goddamn popsicle she's like hi bye and then walks away yeah she's like oh okay you're still frozen we'll get back to each other well he's he's quite literally frozen because then bully boy walks up to him and starts fucking with him throwing him to the ground oh okay yeah this is where he says something that i found very concerning he goes the last kid who messed with me is getting all this food through a straw i was like hold the phone you're telling me this child took another child and basically, uh, like, turned him into a fucking vegetable is what you're telling me? And yet paralyzed him? Where are the adults? <laughs> why isn't this kid in juvenile hall? This is this is a cause for concern. Like, why why is he still at school? Maybe he's just got a big mouth and he can't back it up. Um, and likes to pick on little kids. That's what I think. Yeah, straight up. Spencer, uh, gets, like, pushed against a table and then grabs someone's ice cream and I whoa, have whoa, to whoa, say, whoa. he gets he gets socked right in his fucking jaws. What oh yeah, he gets hit. So then he grabs his ice cream off this fucking table, and then 
like, I figured he would just, I would, he would pie face him. Spencer takes his fucking thing, winds all the way back, and slams the shit out of this kid in the face of this pile of ice cream. I, that kid should have fallen over. Like, <laughs> they had some force behind it. He fucking Cherry Garcia's him right in the fucking schnoz. <laughs> um, and then realizing that he is uh, outnumbered and it just pissed this guy off, Spencer runs. Uh, he They they give chase. Uh, Spencer, uh, at some point, uh, passes a trash can, looks inside of it, uh, and then there's kind of a fake out where uh, uh, Turbo comes around the corner and opens a different trash can. I, I, I can't believe this guy's name's fucking Turbo. I'm sorry. Turbo! Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for fucking Falcor to come and save his ass. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, bullies for breakfast! <laughs> so, uh, Turbo looks in one trash can. Uh, Spencer's not there, but surprise! Spencer's in the other trash can, which is full of, like, they, they show what's in these things, and it's like, I don't think that 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 trash can should probably be taking this kind of biohazard. <laughs> it's like it's like leftover like crew Italian food. It looks like something grew in there. Um, I kind of like this because he's like in the garbage can and then he gets out and then like he visibly and audibly stinks for like the next twenty minutes. Yeah, because finally his dad shows up to pick him up. And he's sitting there. He's talking to the phone. He's like, what are you doing? You smell like fucking you, garbage. You smell like garbage. Not you, not you, not you. My son, who I'm not paying attention to. Because his dad's fucking on the, uh, the goddamn car phone um, the whole time. Um, and he's like, I'm sorry, son, I forgot. And he's like, you forgot your son? <laughs> yeah, what is that about? Like, come on, man. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. He gets home, and I don't remember how the, um, or how much time passes, but at some point. Yeah, we're introduced to his sister first, and his his dad's like, look, uh, whatever, what's her name? No idea. Stacy, Stacy or Becky, some shit like that. And her dad, their dad's like, you got to stay home and watch Spence because I got to go do business stuff. I got to talk on phones. All night. All night, baby. And she's like, I got a date with the guy from that 70s show. You can't do that. <laughs> I got a date with Malcolm's brother. <laughs> yeah, you got Danny Masterson in this, the fucking sick fuck himself. He's playing himself in this movie. He really is. Just... Yeah, creepy asshole himself. Yeah, yeah, just like, like, like a rude douchebag. Yeah, that about sums it up, yeah. We see his sister hanging out in her room, and he does the fucking thing that only 90s boyfriends ever do, which is climb up to someone's fucking window. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, come on, I got a new bike or something. Come on, I'm riding my bike. And they go out to the front yard, and he's got, like, a Kawasaki or some shit. She's like, you paid for this? And he's, she's like, brand new? And he's like, uh, it's used. And she's like, come on, let's ride around the block. So they ride around the block. And then Spencer, like, sees the the fucking Nerf ball crash, and he's like, I'm going to go check that out. He goes, to, he goes to a junkyard that we just never see enough of. He Mission Impossible's in there, like someone's going to fucking arrest him or some uh, shit. Look, look, nobody's working at this fucking junkyard, because at some point during any of this, this series of shenanigans that go down in this junkyard, no one ever shows up, no one ever calls the cops. I was waiting for Bronson to show up with his femur knife. <laughs> There's no dogs or anything. Nothing. There's not a single person here. Holy shit, man. How did he get to this crash site before anybody else? He's a teleportation circle in his bedroom. <laughs> I thought for sure there was going to be like, you know, he was going to show up and then like some people, some other, like the cops or some shit was going to show up afterwards, but they don't. You know what? Thank God this had this fucking Urkel bot inside this rocket and not like, you know, the blob. Yeah, seriously. Or, like, what if this kid did get a Giver suit? Like, he wouldn't know what the fuck was happening. He'd be screaming the whole time. Oh, well, yeah, it would fucking, like, go into his brain and fucking violently take over his body. It takes him back to Turbo's house and starts tearing his arms off, and Spencer's like, ah! 
Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and then he wakes up the next morning like that was a crazy nightmare. That was a crazy dream. <laughs> and he takes the blankets off and they're covered in blood. Local boy found dismembered in his house. <laughs> yeah, he's like fucking chopped up and like in his bathtub with the words "Giver" blasted into the fucking wall. <laughs> Burned into his dad's fucking garage. No, no. It, or in this case, like he instead of Guyver, like he just writes Spencer. Everyone's like, Do you know what's happening? No, I have no idea. How'd that get there? Yeah, so he doesn't find the blob. He does find this fucking bio suit. But the funny thing is, you know, he can't open it at first, and then he walks up and he says, Piccolo. And you know, the whole goddamn the whole ship opens. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Popo! Ah, uh, Mr. Popo is just wrong. So this fucking thing... Okay. This thing's ugly. <laughs> this is this is where these effects... Like, the effects in this movie are pretty cool. Like, there's some really yeah. cool shit, right? For the most part. Right. This movie costs less to make than Blair Witch 2. Really? It costs $12 million to make, and there is fucking animatronics and... Bad CGI out the fucking ass in this movie. Here's the thing, though. this The CGI in the beginning of the movie that showed the this this word, like, the first shot of that evil alien ship, I didn't think looked that bad. No, it's when, we, and it's when we're fucking trying to, like, key out shit. It looks bad. Like, Goosebumps bad. Goosebumps the series bad. Yeah. Yeah, but when, like, when there's a whole shot composed of it, I didn't notice it at all. Which is weird for, like, 90s CGI. Usually you're like, God, it looks like dog shit. Yeah, I'm also kind of sad because this movie only fucking grossed, like, $3 million. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I just don't like the design of this thing. It looks too much like a fucking, like a bullfrog or something. Like, it's got a very strange face. It looks like an ape. Yeah. Or, like, it looks like a version of the kid. It's really weird. It doesn't even look like the aliens that designed it. No. Yeah, kind of like you guys like uh you guys were saying, you know, it almost looks like Bicentennial Man. Yeah. It's got very overly emotive eyebrows. <laughs> I like the way the face moves and shit cuz it emotes and stuff. But like, I mean, it's obviously like foam latex to made like to look like metal. You can see all the wrinkles and shit. The only thing that can use this suit are small, child-sized, humanoid creatures. Yeah, basically. And this is not Evangelion, just a clarification there. So, yeah, this thing, uh, I can't remember how it powers up, but yeah, it powers up, uh, and it's, it's... It starts, like, speaking in alien language. And then it, uh, Spencer has communicating with this. This thing is like, English! Romantic! <laughs> and gives, like, a fucking minor history lesson on where English came from. I kind of dig it. This thing never shuts the fuck up. Well, this thing somehow coaxes him to basically board the ship and enter him (laughs) he goes up to this thing and its back is split and he grabs both ass cheeks and dives in he's like oh i am a fucking i am phase one combat unit whatever and he's like uh what and he's like yeah come on come on oh i'm i'm going to open up because i can't move by myself (laughs) shut up child climb inside of me and he's like do i step up on the thing and he's like yup step up on the thing here we go Get in my ass. It'd be pretty funny if Spencer got in this thing enclosed and you just hear grinding noises and a child screaming. The thought crossed my mind. Bionic has been absorbed. Do you require transport? Get in, loser. We're doing butt stuff. Get in. We're going to go talk to the flight of the Navigator Kid. Have you ever seen that movie Explorers? Here we go. (laughs) So Spencer doesn't think twice about climbing into a giant alien weapon suit. Also, on the inside, it's like, okay, so... 
if if you took the Giver and then flipped it inside out, that's what this is. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, that's where my my suspicion really started to get a little more red flaggy. I was like, hold on a second. That is that is the fucking Giver design. Like down to the sphere in the forehead and everything. I feel like I feel like the the studio was like, look. Uh, we can't have fleshy, gross shit on the outside. But do whatever you want on the inside, because it's the inside. Yeah, make it purple and gross. Who cares? It's like Tim is just in this bodysuit made out of bubblegum on the inside. Yeah, it looks gross. Also, it's it's kind of the Iron Man thing, where you're like, you, you, you're in there with him. Well, it's like the Iron Man thing with fucking Nickelodeon-level graphic design on the fucking screen. That, and even though this is a child, and this suit is taller, like... It seems like Spencer has, like, three feet of space around him inside the helmet at all times. Like, he can move left and right, forward and backwards. Like, he's got move to room to move around in there. Yeah, it actually looks pretty cool in here. It's weird because, like, the interface of this thing is like an animatronic. Yeah. So, it's, like, is literally the reverse side of what's on the outside, but it's all, like, organic and veiny and yeah, gross. Yeah, and, and disgusting. And it, yeah, and it's, like, talking to him, and it's, like, right up in his face, and it has, like, these weird, like, su- this weird, like, suction cup thingy, and it's, in f- like, the face can, like, meld into, like, a screen. Yeah, because it has, like, a literal face on the inside. It's, like, yeah. two eyeballs, a, like, kind of a nose. And a fucking horrifying mouth. Yeah, oh, God, this thing. The bottom lip only opens forward. Yeah. So it's got this fucking weird kind of movement to it. You're like, stop it. Stop moving your lips. Like a, like a fish. And then it, like, interfaces with, with Spencer, like, with this fucking, like, neck thing that it sticks on him. Very Giver. Yeah. It goes right into the back of his neck, and, like, he, like, it, like, sinks up the, um his brain like with the machine so now he can like move it and shit i get that this is supposed to be aimed towards kids but you're telling me he had this thing connect to his fucking brain and he didn't even get hurt i don't know man there's some weird shit going on like what it uh, like later when he like interfaces with like, like he like pulls out spencer's memories later it's fucking creepy yeah yeah this suit's capable of some weird shit that never gets really touched on or, or like kind of really thought about the yeah but it's also sentient yeah. As well. So that's the weird part. It's not just a computer. Like, it learns and thinks and listens and has its own opinion on things. I mean, it, it's uh, the Giver suit was sentient, too, but the Giver suit was sentient. It's like, hey, what you doing? Sleeping? You should get up and go kill some people. How's about that? Yeah, but it's more, like, influential on, yeah. like, a ethereal level rather than, like, straight up, like, hey, want to go downstairs and ruin the refrigerator? Hello, Spencer. Do you want to get up and go murder some more bullies? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to test this thing out. I want to give it for a test drive. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, get revenge. He's like, check it out. I'm Shaquille O'Neal. And then, like, yeah. busts a bunch of cars up, and then he's like, let's go fuck with Turbo. Yeah, let us let me go psychologically scar this child. Let me go rip his arms off and beat him <laughs> to death. Wait, what? The suit keeps reminding Spencer. He's like, hey, I'm a, I'm a phase one combat unit suit designed to kill shit what are you doing i have weapons in my arms so they go to turbo's house and like before we before spencer gets there turbo is in the front seat of a car that at first you can't tell if it's moving or not like it's just kind of the interior shot and like it might just be one of those like cheap like driving shots but no he's just sitting in a car that's elevated in a workshop just like Slamming the steering wheel back and forth, blasting music going, 
like just having a fucking rage inside of this vehicle. He's like he's he's blasting like heavy metal and he's just literally like headbanging all of he he's like having a fucking aneurysm in this car. It's like he's it's he, it's like he's fantasizing about playing Grand Theft Auto or something. Uh and then his his fucking uh it, blue collar uh, horrible dad. <laughs> you mean Baron Harkonnen? Yeah, like what the f- uh his uh, his dad's like outside working on another vehicle, and then he just he gets up and he's like, Manfred, blah, 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 and then just like walks away. He's like, kids, wow, one kid. He's like, you're gonna drive me to drink, and I'm like, buddy, motherfucker, drive you to drink? Yeah, <laughs> you, you're swilling a whole fucking twenty four pack of Budweiser out in your fucking garage. You're gonna make me switch back to liquor instead of beer. <laughs> You're gonna make me switch back to the hot stuff. Yeah. Well, he's like extra pissed because it's like a customer's car and it's like this nice Corvette looking thing. Also, if 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 Manford is in the vehicle and it's it's lifted, um, how did he plan on getting down? Because I'm sure the lift controls are not in there with him. So Manford's dad uh is fucking walks out and then uh it, it fucking Spencer has apparently snuck in. So Manford's up in this vehicle and he's doing his whole blah thing. And he turns the music back up. Um, Spencer gets underneath this this car, uh, bench presses it off the lift it's on, and just starts kind of moving it back and forth until he sends it into, like, a full fucking pizza dough spin <laughs> on top of his fucking head. <laughs> and the whole time, this fucking turbo kid's in the car, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, Spencer is literally going... He's taking joy in what could be, like... Spencer, you're two seconds away from killing this kid. Like, um, so I, he he puts the car down, right? Yeah, he like he like slams it on the ground. Yeah, causing no injuries. And then he fucking this part killed me. Uh, the, the fucking bully falls out of the car like upside down, and then fucking he bumps into Spencer in this fucking Urkel bot suit, and he fucking he marves him. He throws him into all this pain on the yeah. wall. <laughs> <laughs> he sure does. He's like, alright, the, the fucking size, like, alright, I'm an alien and I'm gonna eat your brain, boo. And the guy runs into a fucking paint wall. This, okay, he runs into this shelf full of paint so fucking hard, he takes shelves down, there's paint cans going everywhere. I'm like, this poor fucking kid is like, now, he's gotta have internal injuries at this point. Now he's probably got a concussion. He's never gonna sleep again the rest of his life. Also, and I'm thinking, like, how many different color cans of paint do you have with no lid on it? That Well, that's a movie thing. No one ever puts uh, <laughs> lids in their cans of paint. Um, or, or puts, like, sturdy screws in their shelves, because these things always just, just fall too. apart like they're fucking, like, balsa wood. They just fucking, you know, pop apart. So, uh, I, Spencer, uh, spent some time scaring this kid, um, and then kind of leaves he like runs over the car and like gets fucking paint all over the fucking the corvette because because uh spence like scares him and he like runs away over his over his car and then um and then there's like this weird scene with with turbo like on the the side of this building and and spence comes over with the fucking suit and he's like oh what are you are you scared you're not you're not going anywhere and he's like you're uds and spence is like no not uds usd <laughs> oh that's right yeah usda and he's like you're usda fucking beef meat whatever well then he throws him into a dumpster yes it says pet store garbage only where the fuck are we <laughs> 
<laughs> Weren't we just at the garage? A mini mall? We're we're in the industrial complex where Manfred lives with his family. Lives slash works? The li- yeah, the house is like right there next to the garage. I'm like, what the fuck? So yeah, he throws him into a dumpster which and the lid closes. Um, which is, they, they straight up show like a, uh, a chilly stream of dog shit just inside this thing. <laughs> In my line of work, I have seen a lot of dog shit. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I think it's just general animal shit because it's supposed to be from like a pet store. But it's like it's it's like diarrhea shot all over the sides of the fucking walls with like kibble all over it. It looked like fucking lasagna or something. It was everywhere. And then like Parmesan cheese like <laughs> like sprinkled on top. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I was like, first of all, you, you want me to check all the dogs in that store because I think all of them are going to die. Uh, well, all of our pet store dogs have parvo again. Whoops. So, uh, yeah, Spencer tosses her bow into a dumpster, and then he's like, Ah, my childhood enemy has been vanquished. So then they fucking split, and they're, like, up on a building, and he's like, Ah, Crystal Valley. He's like, who else should I abuse? <laughs> he says the, t- the phrase, who else can I abuse? Spencer, how many enemies do you fucking have? Uh, I thought it was just the one. The suit fucking goes to him. I don't understand why you did that. He's like, that was kind of fucked up. Why'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know. It's fun. Not even. He goes, he goes, he goes, why didn't you kill him? <laughs> he's like, no, I didn't want to kill him. I just wanted to fuck with him. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm sitting here saying <laughs> fuck with him. You didn't like go up to him and steal his hat or like pull his pants down like you seriously scarred this person you assaulted this kid let's let's face it i mean he deserved it I, yeah yeah um, probably especially the beating his father's gonna give him after he finds his car destroyed <laughs> oh man he doesn't even have to drink so this following moment actually got a sincere laugh out of me because um uh, spencer explains the concept of a joke or a gag onto uh Cy. Uh, who is what uh, Spencer's been calling this thing. Um, and after explaining the concept of a joke and how he thinks scaring someone is funny, uh, the suit feigns uh, an internal, like, self-destruct uh, function. Yeah. And Spencer freaks the fuck out, and Sai is like, ha ha, funny joke. <laughs> it's like, I've cracked the code on comedy. <laughs> I made you think you were going to die. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, like, fireworks going off in the distance, and there's a Ferris wheel, and he's like, let's go to the fucking fair. And he's like, I don't know what a fair is, biotic unit person. Yeah, because you see these fireworks from the the viewpoint of his sister, who's now been, like, riding on the back of the motorcycle with Danny Masterson. They're, they're way past around the block at this point. <laughs> No, I just want to take you in this drug deal. You got to hang out for a little while longer. I need a witness. I think we missed it before, but before he comes to her window, she's totally kicking her on the couch watching fucking Leprechaun. I know. <laughs> that cracked me up pretty good. There's like a whole... You hear the whole scene between Jennifer Aniston and Warwick Davis about his gold, like her giving his gold back. I was like, what? What are we doing here? <laughs> that probably costs a sizable part of the budget. Um, so then he goes He goes to this fair. Um, I don't know how no one ever sees this fucking suit, like, right away. Someone does, but he's just like, I am part of the attraction, and just, like, stops moving. But it's also, like, it's jumping on rooftops, like, it's wandering around, it's making noise. The the suit also refers to him as as, as a biotic. Yeah. And he's like, you're, you're a biotic thingamajig or whatever. <laughs> so they go to the fair, and he's like, what are we doing here? And he's like, I'm just trying to scope out this girl, man. He's like, you wish to mate with another a female biotic or whatever? And he's like, no, man, not mate, dude. That's gross. He's like, I can help you fuck this biotic person. I don't get these jokes. Like, I get them, obviously, but, like... I keep going back to, like, am I just the only one under the impression that this was made for kids? Because a lot of these jokes aren't really saying that. Why is the suit 
asking him those questions. I don't. I guess because it's like trying to understand him. Yeah, or it's you know because it doesn't understand like how human nature works. It's just going down to like like basically down to the lowest level like kind of thing that you know mammals do to procreate because it's like that's the thing it understands i guess even though it's a 13 year old i think it does understand procreation also it has kind of an extensive knowledge of like earth and stuff because it's like because he's like he's like oh i'm a chicken he's like you're not a chicken this is a chicken an earthbound fowl or something and he's like no man like i'm nervous like, when he crash-landed on the planet, does he do what, like, what the Autobots did in fucking Beast Wars, and he just scans the whole planet? Probably. Sai gets on the internet for five seconds, he's like, humanity must be destroyed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he hears Job in his ear, he's like, as a matter of fact... Contact AI named Ultron. I need to absorb Jarvis. Uh, and then Venom shows up, and he's like, I like it here, don't you like it, Tom Hardy? And then somebody fucking farted. <laughs> Yeah, that bug from Miss Holloway's class. Acid all over the the, the lot of them, and they all die. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Can somebody explain to me why this fucking 10-year-old girl is drinking Diet Coke? Why are her friends the way they are? I don't know. Because this continues. Like, they're walking around, and one of them's like, I want to open a successful business one day. And the one's, like, applying lipstick. I'm like, who are you? Yeah, she, and she keeps putting it on. Yeah. And I don't even know what this little girl's name is, but um, Spence's, the, the, the girl that Spence is crushing on is just like, can we get a funnel cake and go on the rides now? And they're like, wait, I'm contemplating my five-year plan so then, like spencer's like stalking her uh in this suit he's like ju- he's like on top of these attractions which are relatively low to the ground he's like crawling around behind like the hot dog stand and shit like how does nobody see this thing i don't know and it, if you assume it's part of the 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 fairground attractions you probably look around and go that doesn't seem to fit with anything else here at all do you work here <laughs> and not only that like by i forgot to mention f- when spencer is talking only the suit can hear him. Like, you can't hear Spencer on the outside of the suit talking to the suit, but you can hear the suit <laughs> respond to him. Yeah. So so you don't even hear, like, if you just, like, cut out all of Spencer's audio, it's just the fucking robot going, yeah, bionic units, I got to mate with something. Yeah, do you want to mate? Silence. You are not a chicken. <laughs> a chicken is a fowl, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Fact, factual. factual. That is factual. So, uh, the, the girl, uh, the girl Spencer likes like gets into a fucking Ferris wheel cart while her friends are talking about like their retirement plans, and then uh, the, the fucking suit starts freaking out. He's like, hostile detective. It it sees this fucking guy dressed up in a mascot suit and then it like scans him and it recognizes the shape as like this weird fucking alien creature and it's like oh threat threatening it's a threatening oh go into fucking auto lock mode i'm gonna shoot a bunch of shit first of all if he was hoping to hit just this hostile biotic what a terrible suit this is because he's he just starts, he's like, Target Acquired, shoots the hot dog stand, Target Acquired, shoots the Ferris wheel, Target Acquired, shoots the fucking fairy garant, the merry garant, he shoots everything. He, like, malfunctions. Let me tell you something. The second those three girls went into that fucking carousel, I was like, all right, well, I know how this is going to play out. Well, they're going to get into an argument over the death note, and then one's going to fall out and die, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. one falls into the water that, mysteri- that you know, they shouldn't be able to fall in, and then a child molester saves them. But right before she jumped, they, they, they fall out, she writes down the fact that Cyborg Man is going to come and save them. <laughs> Oh yeah, because as he blow, you know, as he almost murders children, uh, other people involved in the area, 
Uh, he, he hears the scream of his, you know, lost love, and he fucking darts forward and catches the damn thing as it hits the ground. And then he's like, hmm, saving people's more fun than scaring them. I'm like, you caused all this! <laughs> You're 12. Get out of the fucking robot suit. Give it, give the weapon back to the alien race. Give it back to the fucking munchkins, all right? You, you don't really need <laughs> Give it back to the goblins, okay? <laughs> well, he runs up and he, he grabs this, you know, uh, if you could picture people at home if you haven't seen the movie, it's like a, it's, it's, it's like a carousel, but it's like those old style ones. You kind of sit backwards uh, and there's like a metal grate that covers you and kind of, some, sometimes they spin while they're going up just to add some extra. Yeah, it's a Ferris wheel. Yeah, except that the, you know, the carts are these, like, metal cages that, if you don't paint them, would probably, like, you know, death cells. Right. Yeah, they, like, the ones that, like, rock back and forth or whatever. He catches this, and then he goes up, and they're screaming in terror looking at this fucking thing, and he punches, like, the fucking door open to get him out. <laughs> he punches a hole in the metal. Why does he do that? Why doesn't he just open the door to the to the cage? He just punches a hole in it. He's trying to look cool. I don't know. He's like, here, I'll climb through this small hole full of jagged metal. And not only that, then he just fucking leers at this girl <laughs> for like five minutes. Which is creepy on its own, but then you have to add in, you have to add in the factor that this robot looks like a 25, 35 year old man. <laughs> It sure does. And then, uh, you know, her friend takes a fucking Polaroid of it. Yeah, what is that about? And then, like, I thought it was hilarious because that, that girl that was put on lipstick before is putting it on again, and it's, like, all over yeah. her face now and the other girl's face. Yeah. I don't know. That got a laugh out of me. Yeah, that was pretty good. Some weird comedy in this movie. Also, like, the Polaroid and all the commotion being caused and, like, the weapons being discharged. Like, no cops. No one else, no, no one, no one does anything about anything. Yeah, not once does anybody, like, run over and be like, oh my god, are you okay? Hey, get away from them. Yeah, hey, hey, Mr. Alien, get out of here. What are you doing, robot man? Shots are fired. He destroyed a garbage can and a hot dog stand and fucking burned up Barney the fucking T-Rex's suit or whatever. Yeah, how'd that guy not die? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, I, he's dead, I killed it. And it's like, no, you just burned a suit off of him. They flee the area. I think you glossed over that, Connor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, there are police for showing up, and um, uh, he has to initiate escape tactic one. Go, go, gadget roller skates. This is a really impractical escape uh, protocol, because like he fucking grows wheels from his feet and doesn't even, like, gracefully glide. If this suit is taking over, and this is, like, one of the suits, like, fucking protocols and something it just does, um, its tactic of escape is just have wheels fire off its feet, and then just propel forward with no care as to what in, what's in front of it. Like, it might as well be fucking George Clooney slapping his fucking heels together and having ice skates come out of it, okay? Oh, I thought you were going to say the dildo machine. <laughs> Oh my god, no. Um, and this is, you know, he, he he gets away. The cops don't even really search the area. Because you can still kind of see the fair in the background, and they've already stopped chasing after him. He just, like, blows past him, and they're like, whoa, that was crazy. No, let's go get a candy apple. <laughs> well, the fair's still open for a few more hours. <laughs> Smash, slam cut to fucking fat guy pizza delivery eating pizza? It's a pizza plant delivery guy. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he's eating this pizza pizza. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, by, by the way, that's one of my biggest movie pet peeves is having people just chew disgustingly and loudly on screen. It drives me insane. Like, you felt the need to ADR this, like, right up on the microphone. Fucking stop it. <laughs> He's sitting there and, um, uh, 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 uh Edgar, stop it! <laughs> 
pizza planet. I quit. <laughs> um, so uh, he's sitting there. He's fucking grossly st- ch- chopping on his pizza. Uh, and then uh, Edgar from Men in Black crash lands in front of him. <laughs> he takes the pizza man's skin. He doesn't, but I wish he did. Oh, my um, God, right? Put your put your pizza on the ground. I would have loved it. But uh, no, an alien does crash, and it's the uh, it's the what, 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 a brood warrior. Is that what this thing's called? Yeah, yeah. The lizard man with the fucking ears on its eyeballs. It's so cool, man. Oh my. Okay, no, no. This thing, this thing did not have ears in its eyeballs. This thing's eyeballs look like sunglasses. This guy looked like bad Mr. Frosty, okay? Like, every time he was, like, like I, he he looked the camera like, I'm bad, yeah! Like, he looks like a clay fighter fucking villain! <laughs> he does! With, like, antennae and shit, and he has, like, xenomorph crap over his body, where it's just like, I don't know why that's bony, but it sure is. It looks like Dry Bowser fucked Blue Eyes White Dragon, kinda? Yeah, like, it. it's, it's, and it's very, like, insecty. um, um, it is interesting looking because it's all practical. It's got a big fucking moving jaw. It's scary looking, but like its eyes, they, they're these weird kind of cups, I guess is what you'd say, but they flare out on the sides. But if you see it when there's no light hitting it, it's just these black little things. And it looks like someone drew like, you know, like villain eyeballs over this thing or like villain sunglasses. So it, like I said, it looks like it's wearing bad dude sunglasses. Yeah, it looks like this, like when Squirtle put, like the Squirtle squad fucking yeah. puts the fucking things on the sunglasses. <laughs> this pizza guy fucking sees this thing, you know, basically fall out of its fucking spaceship and he fucking hauls ass. He just, he drives off without a tire on the, on the back of his truck. Yeah, what, uh, is that what happened? Like, he was changing his tire and then stopped to eat the pizza? He had a flat, and he didn't have a replacement. He's just waiting for a fucking toe. Yeah, it's fucking around his waist. Eating his customer's pizza? Sorry, my car broke. My fucking tire went flat, so I ate your pizza. <laughs> so, this fucking... Th- these creatures are super... The concept of these creatures are really fucking cool, because they're, like, all bio-weapon? They are, they are very, like... I would say the Thing-esque, in that every piece of it... Seems to either it like like every piece isn't a whole, but every piece seems to have a purpose, and they can be detached and turned into weapons, um, and like tools. If the predator had all of his tools built in as like anatomy, that's what this would be. Like it rips pieces of itself off, and like it turns into like drones and fucking weapons and like all kinds of cool shit. Actually, it's pretty neat. If the Predator ripped out one of his dreads and started beating you with it. If Predator ripped out one of his dreads and it turned into a fucking mace, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, his hair is a weapon. Yeah, l- literally. We, now, so this thing's here, um, and it's going to go look for uh, the this, this fucking cyber suit. Yeah, like rips it rips a fucking thing off and throws it in the air, and it turns into, like, this bug drone thing that goes to find the suit. I like the bug drone thing. We, we have this scene where... Tim finally gets home, and he's fucking telling the robot fucking suit that, oh, you know, from now on, uh, only fire the gun if I say Simon says before you fire it. Oh, that's right. Okay, I always I, I went back and watched the beginning again after uh, after I finished. I always I, both times I missed what he was referring to as far as Simon says go because this is when he's still fucking rollerblading down the street or some shit. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> and he's basically because he doesn't want another incident like what just happened. And so you know he gets to his house and this wasn't brought up before, but all of a sudden this robot has like. Goku fucking strength. 
because he goes to open a window and he's like, okay. Dude, this got a legit laugh out of me. <laughs> it almost scared me because, like, I was really tired before. <laughs> and, like, he was like, okay, open it real slow, real slow. And he's like, and he's putting it up real nice. He's like, okay, here we go. And then just fucking crashes right through the whole fucking window. But he, like, he, like, his whole upper torso goes to the top half of the window and just, like, because. It's a really nice practical effect. There's just shit goes everywhere. Funny as fuck, man. So so he so he crashes through this fucking window and then like he's like going around the room showing him stuff. He's like he's like, That's my thing poster from the Fantastic Four and he's like, That's the USS Enterprise and that's a closet. You can't fit in there. Watch me try, trashes the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we find out? Finds Michael Myers in there. <laughs> just hanging out. Don't know how he got there. The Giver unit's in there. Like, oh, man, going fucking Sagawa's in there with the fucking lunchbox hiding <laughs> out. <laughs> Shh, don't tell <laughs> here. Quiet, Michael Berryman's outside. And that's how he got to the lakes, the, what is it, the, the fucking riverside area where he died. There you go. And then he had to split. He had to give up his hiding spot. Yeah, stupid kid. Ruined everything. So he's looking at, um... So the robot's like looking at a picture on the desk. And he's like, "What? What is that image?" And he's like, "Oh, that's that's my dad, my sister, and my mom." And he's just like, "Oh!" And he's like, "Yeah, my mom died." And he's like, "How did she perish?" And he sees he's like, uh, "She was sick." And he's like, "I wish we, I wish I could see her again." She loved to go fishing. Well, yeah, because the picture is them on a fishing trip. He he literally says, we don't go fishing anymore. Yeah, and then the fucking robot's like, here, let me reach into your brain and show you the memory as if it were real in front of you. Here, let me Edward Nigma you real quick. Yeah, because I'm sitting there thinking like, wow, this is pretty, this is a really sweet gesture, but at the same time, like, this could be played in a really dark way in a different movie. It's frightening. Who's to say this thing couldn't reach into your head and pull out, like, the worst day of your life and just be like, ha ha, it's gonna play in front of your face for two days. That's what I'm saying. He's got an agenda. And, and he can just, like, go search your brain for shit. Like, what? And he, so, he show, so he shows Spence the, this memory of his mom, like, in vivid detail, like... Like, he's there, like some kind of VR reenactment. And honestly, like, the emotional weight of that, I'm a 32-year-old man. That would break me in half. Oh, for sure. Let alone a 12-year-old kid. And plus, it's fresh. Like, his mom just passed away, like, a year ago or some shit, he says. And to put it where you're basically experiencing it in first person as if you were there already. Yeah. Um, exactly, yeah. In in a, in a situation where, like, you were immersed in this thing showing it to you god it would be a fucking trip yeah and he he breaks down but like not really and then he's just like i'm hungry let's get a snack and then they fucking go downstairs um so uh spencer is hungry because he's just been stuck in this suit and he hadn't really given much thought as it has going to get out of it he's like i'm starving he's like you're not starving and he's like yeah i know i'm just hungry dickhead listen here you fucking vulcan calm down (laughs) (laughs) that is not factual that's not that's not logical um so, yeah, they go to raid the refrigerator, and uh, because there's a tiny person controlling this full-size body, he goes inside the refrigerator and just trashes the place. <laughs> well, he's like, he's like, all right, be real careful, and he opens the fucking fridge, no problem, and then he's like, oh, pizza, I'm gonna get that pizza, and then he, like, accidentally knocks over some milk, and then it's all over. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he goes like, I'll get it, and he, like, leans down, and then the fucking, the fucking robot, like, 
pushes into the, like, its head, like, falls into the fucking fridge and, like, lifts up the whole fridge and, like, spins around all over the place. Yeah, he fucking, uh, he, he, uh, uh, body presses this refrigerator over his head, more or less, but he's, like, stuck in it. And he's doing, like, the Terry Funk thing, and he's fucking spinning around the ladder on his shoulders, but it's a refrigerator. And he's taking out the whole house. Um, and then he falls through a wall. He wrecks the whole house, basically. Yeah. So then they, they, they leave the house, don't they? They they split? Yeah, this this was actually, a, because I said this earlier, but this is where we actually see his sister and Danny Masterson on the bike. And, uh, you know, she's like, oh, I got to get home. My brother's there by himself. And he's like, ah, oh, come on, babe. Another another trip around the block, eh? <laughs> how, how much damage could he do? He's a little kid. Oh, we're checking out the fridge. So, yeah, they... they they end up going to this fucking burger world. Oh, man. They straight up, they order, a, you know, a number one, <laughs> and the girl goes to grab the soda, and they just fucking steal it. Hold on a second. It's not just a number one. It's like Burger Universe or some shit. It's like the equivalent of Pizza Planet, but it's like it's like a Burger King. That's kind of why I think that the pizza place was Pizza Planet, because it's almost like that. I'm like, that's too close. Come on. <laughs> oh, to- totally. He fucking goes up to, like, the order window, and he's like, I'll have a Saturn burger and star fries and a Saturn shake. And a Nebula burger, thank you very much. No pickles. And also, again, no one sees the fucking alien robot humanoid thingamajig in the fucking drive-thru. I imagine someone walking in going like, Sir? Sir, there's a man in a Halloween costume, and he's walking through the drive-thru, okay? It's one of them goddamn kids again, and they think it's funny to walk through the drive-thru. It's not funny. I'm, I'm waiting in line. He's, ho- he's taking up space. He's walking. He stole food. He stole- I watched him steal food. He's stealing food right now. So the fucking suit, like, they, like, grab this bag while the chick isn't looking, and they leave a fucking IOU on the counter. She turns around, she's like, that- she's like, hey! she-, <laughs> she says something like $4.50, and, and I'm like, you don't have $4? Oh, he can't open the suit. Never mind. Also, I want to point out that that much, he ordered, what, like, two burgers, a fry, and a drink? Four dollars? Yeah, what? What fucking country are you living in? Four fucking, four dollars? What year is it? Even in fucking 1997, it wasn't that cheap. Take me back! Um, so they take this food and they run to, like, the park. This is my favorite scene of the whole movie. Oh God, this really upset me. This is, this is where it kind of, like, it puts in, the movie gets put into perspective where it's like, oh, this is a serious... Seriously strange extraterrestrial war unit suit thing. Because it's like, uh, this thing protects you, like, this suit, like, protects you from, like, all kinds of different, like, environmental harm as well. It, like, complete, it, like, hermetically seals and it, like, processes everything that's taken in and expelled from the suit so you don't get harmed. And uh, he goes to eat this burger. And uh, Spencer's like, how do I do this? He's like, he's like, place food item in front of mouth receptacle. <laughs> put it in my food receptacle. Put it, put it in my face. And then you see this puppet eat a fucking sloppy burger. It is, okay, I need to elaborate. Like, there. It's like a Cinco product. <laughs> I worked at three fucking movie theaters, and one of the things that bugs me the most, and a few, like, fast food restaurants and stuff, I don't like people's half-eaten shit. I don't like people's spit. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus, no. I don't like any of that stuff associated with, like, I hate gum. I hate It all bothers me so fucking much. Vomit. And then to watch from the inside this gross fast food cheeseburger get just turned into pulp (laughs) in this, like, gross fucking 
again, more Giver fleshy looking pod <laughs> just made my skin crawl. <laughs> he shoves this burger in his mouth and it like enters this like little pod and it like and the the fucking machine's like and he's like chewing it up and you watch it get chewed up and then it like blends it into like fucking milk and then uh it like compressed it like the whole part of the whole point of this is like it takes out all the unnecessary items yeah or or components and like processes it into this fucking milk dud that's just like pure sustenance it's the george foreman grill of alien food processing it's like (laughs) it's gonna drain all the fat for you okay it comes out like that polished turd i said the blair witch 2 looked like yes that's it and he made this kid eat it and then (laughs) That movie costs fifteen million. Here you go, <laughs> and I've condensed it down to this ball. <laughs> and then his little sucker thing, like uh, a gag flower that sprays water, like pushes it into his fucking mouth. And Tim's like, "Oh, I'm gonna." Tim Spence is like, "Oh, this is disgusting. Tastes like shit." And he's like, "Well, all the bad shit's been taken out of it, so that's what you get for your Earthling fast food." Then he like burps, and like a fan appears inside, and like blows a fan at him. You blow- like what (laughs) that was fantastic because like inside has all these little stupid accoutrements that like come out and they they serve this kid's every fucking need where what i'm asking you like this is like casper's dad's fucking invention like where (laughs) like where are the razors and the fucking toothbrush it's a bathroom buddy remember when he dies and comes back as a ghost he he comes back as devin sawa she's like here and then she pulls his finger and he farts (laughs) (laughs) what yeah like towards the end Uh, i mean when her dad dies not not casper casper's already dead spoilers for a movie that came out 20 years ago i I thought you meant that devin sour comes back as a kid and then christina ricci pulls his finger and he farts and that's the end of the movie would have been a better film And then Dan Eckford's there. He's like, you better call somebody else. And that fucking, that pre shows up and he's like, yeah, piece of cake, piece of crumb cake. Piece, piece of crumb cake. So then, so Tim's like, I gotta take a piss. And he's like, does not compute. Amplify urine. Amp- amplify piss. And he's like, I gotta take a pee, man. Pee? Drain the fucking main vein. He's like, amplify piss. And he's, he's like, like, he's like, I have to take a leak. And the suit's like, I sense no leak. Um, and then he's like, oh, now I get it. I have also seen Star Trek. First Contact was a good movie. Oh, okay. You have to piss. Gotcha. And then it opens like a receptacle on it, his th- its throat? Yeah, what's that implying? That is implying to me that those gross little suckers in the top of those fucking uh, alien lips are all dicks. Oh, yeah. They're fucking wet and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason that thing should be there. Like, is the testicles on the chin? Is that the chin? The ball chinians, man. Yeah, that's this is the men in black connections are running wild here. Fucking, it's salivating sperm all over their mouths. Ugh, stop it! <laughs> oh my god, you're just filthy. Yeah. So it's implied. It's implied that he takes a piss, right? It's impl- it, uh, right. Are we all together on that? No, no. 
Because, you know, the whole thing is he wants to get out of the suit because he's got to pee. And this is where you find out that actually you can't get out of the suit until you complete my mission. It's kind of like Mr. Meeseeks. Like, they can't go away until the mission's complete. (laughs) (laughs) So he's fucking trapped in this suit. Yeah. I want you out of this suit just as much as you want out of this. I just want to die. It, like, it won't let him out because the mission is to engage in field combat with a brood warrior. Because this is a prototype suit. And that's what it's designed to do. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to get the fuck out of it, though. Probably should have told him that up front, because the odds of a brood warrior coming to Earth were probably slim to none. And, like, there's a chance that would have never happened. There's a pretty good chance that Spencer would be stuck in this fucking suit for the rest of his goddamn life. See, now, that's a missed opportunity, because now now you have a whole fucking TV show where the kid is stuck in the suit doing shit. I've been wearing the same clothes for years. <laughs> what is this, fucking Full Metal Alchemist? You calm down. <laughs> he's stuck inside this fucking suit. He's, like, growing a beard. He's, like, dirty as fuck. He's, like, Alan Partridge from fucking, uh, Jumanji. <laughs> what year is it? He can, like, grow in this finite space, so, like, his fucking, his limbs are all mangled. Yeah, because the suit is only as big as the fucking Little Martians or whatever. Someone finally pulls him out and they're like, my God! God, his body's in shambles. So, like, why is he covered in feces? He's like, the suit didn't have a spot for the anus. I had to just, it had to happen. He just wouldn't spit it out through his mouth. I don't know why. Maybe it's just a thing. There's no banana leaves on board. He kept trying to feed it to me. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, no. Kept trying to recycle it. They're fucking in there with the jaws of life and a buzzsaw trying to cut him out. Now that you think about that, like, if this suit does filter out, all the bad and like only keeps the good like in theory does that mean like this suit could just like possibly take like i don't know his urine and feces and just like recycle them into something useful hey man if bear grills can do it why yeah. not <laughs> if kevin costner can do it why not now what if he was stuck in this suit? yeah again like what if this fucking alien never came to earth and he like survives the apocalypse inside the fucking <laughs> suit and it's just him wandering i want that movie spencer's just like please kill me <laughs> He, he's just, like, wandering the fucking wastelands in this suit. I, I kind of want that. He's like a Mad Max equivalent. Yeah! I'm with it. That's actually really fucking rad, and I want that now. So, uh, Spencer has to use... Yeah, the whole th- the whole next few minutes, Spencer has to use the bathroom. The yeah, bro- but wait a second. Wait, real quick. Uh, did you guys think that he took a piss or not? No. No, because he, he goes to uh, uh, Miss... Uh, his his teacher's house, Miss. No, um, I know, but in that in that scene, the neck thing opens, and then it it shows his back, and I'm like, oh, I guess he's pissing through a tube that shoots out of the neck on this fucking suit. Oh, oh yeah. No, what he does, no, what he, he faces the river, the water, because he's yeah. like, oh, I'll just pee here, and he's like, all right, let's go to the bathroom, and then like the the, the tube pops out, and Spencer's like. Oh, no, because he realizes this thing is not equipped for him to urinate in it. Oh, okay. His his plan to go, because he can't go home because he trashed the place, so he goes to his teacher's house. He goes to his teacher's house to take a piss. Yes. That's the that's the, that's the driving force behind this scene. Yes. Well, and back at his house, you know, his dad gets home and his sister gets home with her boyfriend, and she's like, oh, my God, what am I going to tell dad? What the fuck did I do? And his, her boyfriend's just like, all right, I'm out. This is, you know, this isn't my responsibility. He does have a line I like where she's like, this is the wrong house. We're at the wrong house. This has to be the wrong house. And her dad pulls up and he's like, well, then maybe your dad's at the wrong house too. He's like, yeah, this, is, this isn't my forte. Peace, babe. And like kisses her and just fucking leaves. And then he leaves the film. Thank God. Yeah. He fucking, uh, he, he, Joe Estevez is out. <laughs> I gotta go to Red's house. I Bye. <laughs> so he, I can't remember how, but he goes to Mrs. Holloway. 
Dude, he sneaks up on her like a fucking ninja, and he, like, grabs her by the throat. Oh, my God, he puts his fucking hand around her mouth. He's like, don't panic. He's like, just relax. It's me, Spencer, from school, remember? I know I know. this ninja turtle hand is covering your mouth, but please calm down. <laughs> and she's, it's supposed to be, like, be, she's supposed to not be scared by it because she's, like, watching Lost in Space, and she's, like, a science teacher, so this is supposed to be fascinating. Yeah, the fucking Robbie the Robot episode. Yeah, but, like... This is terrifying. It is. This thing snuck into your house and, and basically, uh, you know, <laughs> grabbed you. Yeah, but what? Why? Why do you think it's an alien? I would just think it's a creep in like some weird kind of robot costume. Right. And then you know they 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 finally get a good look at each other, and she fucking faints, and then he fucking faints, and the suit's like. Spencer, wake up. Spencer, wake up. It shoots him with water. Yeah, it, but it's a little fucking gag flower comes out like the fucking Joker and like spits fucking water in his face. He's like, wake up now. Wake up, rise and shine, Gordon Freeman. <laughs> Sometimes the right boy in the wrong place makes all the difference. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Well, they wake up and they start chit-chatting, and then you get this fucking tickle beetle drone, whatever, is outside, sees them. It, it, it alerts the alien lizard, and it makes this fucking weird-ass, like, Muppets fucking noise. And then she, he, like, it's one of those wipes where it's like, you're never gonna believe this, and then it cuts, and she's like, huh, really? That's interesting. She's like, huh, I believe it. Yeah, and he's like, I'm in the suit, and I really gotta piss. And it, she's, like, sticking a screwdriver in his dick plate. Yeah, like in his th- inner thigh. Yeah. This is very strange because she's, like, I, like granted, because of the way the suit is set up and because of the way he's too short, like, this may not be proportionally where his junk is, but yeah, it is because he urinates out this opening she creates, but, like, there's a fucking grown-ass woman on her knees just in this thing's crotch, Granted, she's, like, unscrewing a plate so this kid can go to the bathroom, but the visual is still, like, what the fuck were y'all thinking? Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's, like, okay, if his dick isn't where that hole is because he's, like, all, you know, he's dispro- it's disproportionate from his body, so he's, like, up inside the body so the hole is lower, it's like trying to piss into a fucking water bottle in the back of a car, like... <laughs> Trying to get that bit. <laughs> and, like, what do you do? Do you, like, shimmy down from where you are in the suit to, like, so you're straddling what would be eventually, like, the, the crotch portion of the suit? Like, can you even do that? She, I don't know. She flips this fucking plate open. He's like, where's the pisser? And she's like, it's on the left. He goes in there, and it's just, like, a minute of him pissing. It is It is the fucking Austin Powers gag, okay? Like, evacuation complete. He comes out, and he goes, that was special. <laughs> And then the fucking brood warrior kicks a fucking hole in the wall, and he's like, hey, motherfucker, I need the suit. Yeah, um, well, first, uh, the, the suit's, the side freaks out, he's like, he's like, hostile barnacle detected, target acquired. There's a brood warrior on the planet, and he's like, yeah, whatever, man, you thought that guy in a T-Rex costume. Whatever, yeah. it's probably their mascot, oh, no, and then it's an actual brood warrior. And then his fucking arm turns into a gun again. And so does the brood warriors, it, it, it sure does. also turns into a weapon these th- this thing is so fucking cool like the, again like conceptually it's really cool because it can just morph into whatever and like use uses extremities as fucking giant
giant like morphable weapons. He's like it's like a, it's like a T one thousand bug. They have a fucking showdown in Miss Holloway's house, and she's just like dodging and ducking what would be certain death. They literally kick each other through either end of the house. So there's just like there's just like a train size hole running through the middle of the house. Yeah, I will say like the level of destruction in this movie when you do have little action sequences is kind of satisfying. It's impressive because like windows and walls and and like cars get smashed. Like it's kind of it it helps me anyway when I can see something tangible get just fucking wrecked. Yeah, and it's a literal fuck ton of like special effects, both like puppet wise and like destruction wise. Yeah, it's it's one of the reasons why I love the Giver so much. I'm like because it's two real dudes in suits who are beating the fuck out of each other. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, they have their tussle and uh, uh, basically, um, it's, I'm not sure if it's here or if it's right after this, but like. Side does explain, like, if that thing gets a hold of me, it's going to take me back to wherever fucking planet it's from, reverse engineer me, and use it against the people who created me. Yes, and and dominate the fucking universe. And I kind of like this because Spencer all of a sudden gets a sense of gravity to this whole situation because he's like, he's like, whatever. Oh, no, that's, I'm sorry, that doesn't happen yet, but he they, they flee the area, and they go back to that park spot, and Spencer basically, like, Jedi mind tricks this fucking robot suit to let him out, and he's like, what was your mission? To engage with the Brood Warrior? Well, you did, and it happened, so let me out. And it does. Totally complies. Yeah, complies, uh, probably against its better wishes, um, and that's when he basically says, like, yeah, if this thing gets a hold of me, it's gonna take me back to their planet, and they're gonna turn me into a weapon of their own. And, so- and Spencer's like, that sucks, bye! I don't wanna be in this, I'm 12, leave me alone! Stop, I don't wanna fight with that, I'm not Anakin Skywalker! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pod race. I don't want to do it. I don't want to fight the trade organization. And literally leaves this fucking suit of armor just like standing in the fucking bayou. Can't move without him. And it, it even says like, hey, kid, if they get a hold of this suit and they go back and murder the, the troglodytes, whatever the fuck they are, um, uh, it's going to come back here and roast Earth too. He's like, not my problem. And then just like runs off. Fuck you. See ya. Fuck Earth. I hate people. Insert this fucking scene of uh, Turbo back at his house, and you hear the dad flipping out. He ruined my customer's car. Oh, this kid. I'm going to beat him to death. And, you know, he's like in his bedroom, like moping, and he overhears his dad make that fucking um, bad meat joke. USDA. I, I don't get the correlation here. Something, it looks like he has an epiphany and then he just leaves his house. He says that, but also makes a point to mention, like, something about a big robot suit or something like that. The dad does, because I remember uh, hearing this. And I think that's when Turbo kind of sits up and he, he kind of perks his ears. Because um, I think I think that's how he makes the correlation between, like, something going on. Because that's what I said to Spencer and now this alien suit came and got me. And this is kind of the start of Turbo's rather unearned face turn. <laughs> But, but, like, I get it, it's a movie, and, like, they're trying to establish that, okay, he said this earlier, and then he said this, and now he said this, but it's like... Stupid. You're really jumping to some serious conclusions, my guy. Like, how do we bridge this gap, I guess? So, Sp- Turbo just gets out and just, like, leaves his fucking house, and I'm assuming he's going to Spencer's house, or something. Because they, like, they meet in the sidewalk, don't they? Yeah, there's, like, a brief scene, I think, back at the house where, like, the teacher shows up to his house uh spencer's house and is like oh there you you gotta believe me your son is in a robot suit and his dad's like oh i got a business i gotta get on the phone he just (laughs) he just screams merger and then like spence is upstairs and he's just basically like oh uh i gotta save the universe 
or his sister's his sister says something like inspiring to him like mom mom would want you to do the right thing or some shit like that and then he leaves the fucking house to to go get the armor and and fight the fucking bug bug man and that's when he runs into fucking turbo on the street and then fucking punches him in the face and he's like fuck you man you want to go i'll kick your ass and then they shake hands, and he's like, I'm your buddy now. Let's go steal my dad's race car and find the fucking spaceman suit. Oh, well, the, well because the fucking, um, the, the, the big bad beetle drone, um, shows up and, uh, like, takes a picture of them and flies off. And, uh, that's when Turbo's like, whoa, there's more of these things. And then he's like, let's go fight them. <laughs> we gotta save the universe. He's like, I'm a good guy now. This is pro wrestling. This is how it works. <laughs> They run to the fucking park, and the, the the Urkel bot's not there anymore. Run. They fucking drive his dad's hot rod to the fucking place. And he's like, would you believe I didn't have a license? And I'm like, yeah, because you're both ten. Yeah, because they leave the fucking, they, you know, Sai uh, isn't at the bayou anymore with fucking John Fogarty. And he's like, and he's like, oh, where, where would he be? And he's like, oh, he's at the fucking junkyard. Come on. That's where I found him. Uh, so they hop in the fucking dragster, and, and they're driving, and <laughs> the kid's like, I, I'm driving so good, it's like I didn't even have, you wouldn't even know I had my license, and then the fucking boys in blue start fucking pulling him over, and he's like, hold on, I got a plan. He, this fucking kid jams the brakes, and this cop car, like, busts a hard right and drives through this person's backyard into a fucking pool, like an above-ground pool. <laughs> that cop is dead. Yeah. I think so. Or seriously injured. Yeah, meanwhile, two kids are driving away laughing, slapping each other's knees. <laughs> they also almost keep running because the teacher, Spencer's dad, and Spencer's sister are driving around in Spencer's dad's car, and they keep almost running into them? Like, that's a gag? Yeah. But they're driving so fast they can't catch it, and the first time they drive past them, it's like, ah, you fucking maniac, get off the road. And then the second time, he's like, Spence? Yeah, like, somehow going the exact same speed, like 100 miles an hour on a 20-mile-an-hour road, he catches his fucking kid in the passenger seat the second time. And then we're at the fucking junkyard. Again. Where the rest of the movies takes place. Bronson's still sitting in his fucking throne with that femur bone. Fucking weekend warrior! <laughs> Rips Spencer's dad out of the car and just beats him to death. Uh, but yeah, Lizard Man, he's got the fucking robot suit. And, uh, you know, I don't know if this was established earlier and I just missed it, but I guess if no one is inside this suit, it just can't move? Yeah, it says that. Oh, it does, okay. I need a bionic person or whatever inside of me to move. Please get me a munchkin. Yeah, just put a fucking caterpillar in there and call it a day. <laughs> Could you imagine that? It integrates with it and just like, it's like, where's Sai? Just fucking eating leaves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you would think, you know, because it has a mind of its own of it, just needs like somebody in there to like help it along. It could do most of its own motor <laughs> you, you put a cat in there, he's like, good enough. You put a fucking corpse in there, now you're talking. I sense no vital signs. Yeah, 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 it's fine, just go. Stick Uncle Sam in there. Oh, God. Jody's in there. Uncle Sam, I'm ready now. Um, so, yeah, they get there, and they have to kind of play around with this fucking brood warrior to get it away from Psy. Well, mo- oh, I'm sorry, mostly it's just it's just uh, the kid who is formerly Spencer's enemy who is volunteering as human bait. Yeah, because Spencer convinces him. He's like, yeah, man, this isn't about me and you. This is about the whole world. It's going to get destroyed if this guy gets away with the suit. He's like, oh, man, I was picking on you not 24 hours ago, but I believe every word you're saying now. 
lead the way. The fate of the universe is in our hands. He throws a fucking, what is he, he throws a hubcap at this thing? He, they, they don't even throw it at it. He, like, throws it at a fucking car, and the thing turns around, and it's like, what was that noise? I heard it with my eyes. <laughs> what was that noise? And he finds a fucking cardboard box in the ground. <laughs> Squirtle. Walks there, huh? Must... Must have been nothing. Um, so, yeah, the Brew Warrior chases fucking uh, Turbo around this junkyard, and you never see it, but uh, Spencer takes Psy back, and these things, these these two have a brawl. Not before he fucking wraps up Turbo in, like, a fucking umbilical cord. Ew! It's gross. It's in his mouth. Yeah, that he pulls off his back. Yeah. It, like, comes out of this thing's waist. Yeah. Uh, again, again, he's got, he's just ripping off parts of himself, and it's turning into fucking weapons. The fucking alien's like, ah, I could have pulled a spear off my back, but, you know, can't kill kids. He could have fucking shish that fat little boy. I could murder you, but instead I'll make you feel really uncomfortable. Here, here's part of me in your mouth. Oh, God. And he's about to smash him with a fucking motor. With a fucking engine block? What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> well, he drops it, and it has, it's like a callback to the earlier scene when he saves the girl he likes, and he, and he fucking runs up at the last second and catches this thing like he's Superman with the car on his back. And then he's like, hey, catch brood warrior guy, and he fucking throws it at his face and he flies into a fucking car. This thing flies like 200 feet back into a car, falls over, and the stack of cars falls on top of this thing. Which could be argued as another marving, you know, happening. <laughs> this is This is true. When this thing hits that a car initially, the whole back end fucking crumbles into the front of the fu- <laughs> it, it, it's it's really cool. <laughs> and then all these cars fall on them and they're like, "Yeah, we did it. We saved the day." I mean, let's be real here. It, it's poor man's guy versus poor man's fucking Zaphanoid. It is. Oh, it totally is. <laughs> Especially if you go by Guyver 1 standards, which is just, like, Sean, like, waving his arms and just grabbing things by the scruff and throwing them into things. Yeah, I never would have thought I, the day would come when I'd say I miss J.J. Uh, Walker, but we could have used him in this day. <laughs> <laughs> Dino mate. I'm here to take that scything, jiving, cyber suit. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, so, so, like, 20 cars fucking pile up on this guy, and they start celebrating too early. And, you know, of course, this guy, remember, he has a fucking laser pistol on his arm. He just, he shoots all these cars and jumps out like 30 feet in the air like a fucking Power Ranger villain. What is the limit of this thing's strength? I feel like they're very, both are like very OP, but like both. Very very conservative with their power? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, like you did this massive damage to it, but hey, the twist is actually it could take way more damage. Yeah, surprise. And it deals a lot of damage, but only when it wants to? Right. Because we got some shit coming up that would, is, is, the end of this movie but somehow it just keeps going right because it's like this creature is almost portrayed as if they're the race of these uh brood warriors is almost like you guys were saying earlier almost like a predator kind of race that's just going around you know decimating you know they're basically like frieza's army essentially they're, they're taking over planets and reselling them to the highest bidder these things are fucking ruthless killers they don't give a fuck about anything uh so they have a long little fight um, not long, but they have a like little drag out that involves more cars being smashed. And there's one shot where I can't remember if it's Spencer in the suit or the brood warrior. Like somebody gets knocked into the front end of a car, and the entire front end just fucking caves in, and windows get shattered and shit goes everywhere. And I thought that was really impressive looking. Oh yeah, an interesting thing happens here too, where when this thing breaks out of its its uh, you know this pile on, it uh it, it 
it shoots the the Giver in the shoulder. I'm just going to call it the Giver, and uh, somehow now it can't use its uh, gun. Yeah, it which fucks I it up. was under the impression that it had guns like in multiple locations, but I guess it's just the right hand. I guess this is a piss poor prototype. Yeah, it's real bad. Well, it is a prototype, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> well, then it turns its hand into the into a fucking mallet, and it just starts like getting into a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, one turns into a shield, and the other one turns into a fucking steel's hammer, and he's like, "Come here, you." Like, quite literally. Like, that's exactly what I thought of when I saw it. And we did make a Shaq joke earlier, so I think it all comes around full circle. I didn't even make the Shaq joke. That is a direct quote from the fucking movie. (laughs) I know. Surprised they didn't eat some mac and cheese, shoot some hoops. And have a friend in a wheelchair who all of a sudden has a flying (laughs) wheelchair at the end of the film shooting rockets out of it. I've seen steel. Somehow in this fucking, you know, kerfuffle of a fight, they grab onto each other, and I don't know if I just missed something here, but basically the suit... Is like, yeah, you want to try this thing? And then Tim's like, yeah, let's try the thing. And then they just, they fucking rocket into the sky about 120 feet. <laughs> and they're just spinning in the air, like clubbing at each other. And then they just hit the ground. The Brood Warrior, like, wraps him up in this shit. And he's like, Tim's like, you think what I'm thinking? And then he shoots into the air. And then, like, to get away, the suit, like, Bites the Brood Warrior's fucking umbilical cord. There's noticeable blood. I'm like, that was a weird addition. Yeah, and it's not green or anything. It's just like bright fucking tempera red. <laughs> it's it's red paint. It looks like it looks like an old kaiju like movie blood, like from like Gamera or something. Um. So then, yeah, he bites him. They both get free, and they just hit the ground. I'm not really sure what the point of this was. I don't know, but from here on out, for, for the next like ten minutes, this thing wrecks this fucking suit of armor because he like kicks it. Oh, you know what? You know, while he's getting his ass kicked, you have this awesome scene of the bully with the MacGyver theme playing. <laughs> he's making this fucking catapult out of used car parts. Out of a fucking bungee and, like, a headlight? Yeah. Or a carburetor or something? Oh, that's because in the, in the meantime, this thing is, like, beating on the fucking suit. And it's hitting with this mace that it created by one of its body parts. Yeah, but he, like, pulls out of, again, it, like, pulls out a fucking tendril and it turns into a fucking, like, double, double-ended fucking mace that he's just wrecking this thing shit with and Psylike like powers down yeah Psylike like gets like they get kicked into a fucking car and he like short circuits for a second and he like smashes uh the the brood warrior like smashes the chest open and it like rips it all open did either of you think that there was going to be like a beam that shot out of this fucking chest ah uh, kind of <laughs> i i i thought that's what was coming it doesn't happen so yeah like so turbo decides to act as a distraction again i'm not sure why he hasn't left he has no investment here. Um, no, not at all. This kid's like, I'm going to die. Why am I here? So, yeah, he uses a slingshot and then gets chased around by this thing again. Uh, there's just more hijinks that go on, and eventually uh, Psy lets Spencer out of the suit uh, because basically he's like, well, I'm useless now. Get out. I'm going to die. Jump ship eject. Please. Imagine being stuck in that suit after the suit loses power. Oh, God. Well, that's a scary thought, too. It's a fucking metal coffin. So, yeah, now it's, like, fucking Spencer and Turbo running from this thing around this junkyard, and they're more or less trying to outsmart this thing or whatever the hell. Spencer covers it with uh, the side with, like, some, some garbage and debris. <laughs> yeah, and, like, he's hiding him. Yeah, like, really, really really poorly, too. Like, he just covers his chest and his legs, and, like, his arms are hanging out. What are you doing? Like, Well, because, you know... He knew what the vision of this alien actually was before we did. 
because we we get this fucking POV shot of this alien, and it's like this bad Photoshop filter. <laughs> yeah, they're like trying to. I guess, I guess they're trying to convey that it like uses sound or like radio frequency or some shit to like ping things to figure out where things are. Yeah, that's why it's got like those like ears for eyes thing. Right, which to me wasn't conveyed really up to this point, but like. You know, Spencer, he grabs, like, the uh, the cup, I'll call it, you know, off the, the fucking robot suit. And he's, like, you know, he's running around the junkyard just hitting shit, making noise. <laughs> Size cup holder. And, and you know, it keeps focusing in on, on the little dings on each car he's hitting. And it, it doesn't notice Psy on the ground there covered in these car parts. You know, he doesn't notice the thing that he, the only thing he's there for that's being very poorly covered up. Right. And then, you know, to continue the Terminator references, like, almost to the fucking T... Um, somehow, um, don't really know how to explain this, but it happens. Uh, they end up, you know, Spencer and the fucking alien end up in the back of a van. It's like a trailer. Yeah, that's, uh, surprise, folks. It's in the back of one of those crushers. Yeah, compactor. Yeah, it's in the back of, it's in the fucking, it's in a car crusher. Like an industrial strength car crusher. Right before this, though, the fucking brood warrior, like, grabs Tim and, like, Tim, he grabs Spencer and, like, throws him across the fucking junkyard. And I'm like, this kid's dead. He's dead. (laughs) Well, he breaks out the fucking sector or fucking uh, spinning blade, and he's like chasing him with that Cyrax, whoever it was. So then we're yeah. So then we're in the fucking trailer in the crusher, and they're both in the fucking trailer. And then Casey Jones walked up and went, "Oops, (laughs) this motherfucker gets straight up fucking shredded, man." Yeah, like like this was concerning because I guess the plan was to, which we never see them discuss this. Spencer's gonna lure the alien into the car crusher and then climb out. Uh, and hopefully Turbo would, you know, initiate it in a timely manner. They get in there, and Turbo's like, close enough, and just pulls the fucking lever, and it's like, this thing is already being crushed, and Spencer's very much still inside this vehicle. <laughs> yeah, and he's barely out. Like, he, he pops open the top, and he fucking goes to climb out, and it's like that stupid movie trope of just like, oh, it, it grabbed his foot before he can get out, and then his foot slipped out of his shoe. Let me tell you something. As a person who wears chuck taylor's they don't just slip off your foot okay no those things are not slip on shoes not not at all even if they're laced fucking loosely okay um so yeah then like this thing is uh spencer climbs to the top and he barely makes it off the top of this thing as it's still being crushed um and this thing crushes the fuck out of this car with the brew warrior in it Spits out little the little metal block of car parts, and of course the hand is sticking at the top of it, holding his shoe. Looks like fucking Ernest and Ernest scared stupid. It looks like fucking Toka's hand from Turtles Two. <laughs> yes, it does. I just, I just like had a flash of like the hand coming out, like trying to grab David Warner. So, um, this thing's dead, and then they go back to you know to check on Sai, and I'm pretty sure like right before they properly can, like a fucking big purple beam of light shoots down to the junkyard and like the fuck and the labyrinth goblins come off the fucking spaceship david bowie's there yeah the goblin army like what are you doing here give me that <laughs> give me back all what babe i'm the babe with the power of course so yeah they like they they're, they're on like their adorable little fucking stormtrooper outfits and uh, <laughs> they walk up and they surround side they look like the fucking uh ar- they look like they came out of morrowind they got the bone fucking mold armor on <laughs> they do they look like they're all wearing lando's disguise from return of the jedi yeah 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 <laughs> Isn't there in skiff guard attire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for two of them, like one that I'm just assuming is some kind of general or guy in charge and the scientist that supposedly built this fucking suit. Yeah, with his mustache of suckers. Before we wrap this up, I just want to make a note. 
one of these Trelkins, if you listen very closely, is voiced by Terry Castillo. Terry Castillo is the voice of Huggins from the Hug-A-Bunch movie. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's not. Yep. MDU, man. Yeah, man, it's all it's all connected. I was hoping that movie would never have to be touched back on again. To do Seven Degrees of Macaulay Culkin. Oh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> the, guy, the, the actor who plays the main alien scientist, whatever the fuck its name is. Oh, Tenris Dithar. Ten, Tenris Ra Lathar or whatever the fuck. That, the guy who plays him played Macaulay Culkin's stunt double in Home Alone. Oh, for God... Wow. I'm into it. It's fucking weird. It's really weird. So anyway. <laughs> so these things uh, these things aggressively push uh, uh, Spencer out of the way. And then, like, they do, like, the fucking predator healing laser on this thing's chest. <laughs> there's, they, like, there's, like, there's, like, blue fucking shit. And they, like, use some drywall and, like, heal it up. Yeah. And then, like, he's just fine. He stands up. And then a fucking Trelkin just crawls up inside of him. Uh, but he makes sure to, t- the suit makes sure to tell his little alien friends that, that don't shoot the human. Um, <laughs> don't shoot that human. Shoot that human, he pointed turbo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were a peaceful race. That's how this movie opens. They're like, they were a peaceful race. They were a peaceful race. Here they are with their shock troopers and their prototype weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> they have guns, and they have fucking, uh, they have a fucking prototype Terminator. This kid is lucky that this robot warmed up to him, because otherwise he would have been like, uh, yes, master, uh, this child enjoys, uh, putting fear into his friends, uh... Let's take him with us for study. He would have been USDA prime fucking beef, dude. Dead meat. They would have, you know, the aliens would have been stepping into his ass, you know, <laughs> if we went down that road. But uh, thank God we don't. They uh, they beam up and they fucking wave just like the end of E.T. Yeah, they give him like a fucking badge. They're like, good for you. You killed a brood warrior. Yeah, they give him a purple heart. They give him John Kerry's purple heart. <laughs> good job. Never see you again. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, exactly. They, they're they like the fucking predators because they're like, oh, you killed a fucking xenomorph. Here you go. <laughs> they, they, they throw a fucking flintlock pistol at him. Take it. You know, his dad, the sister, and uh, the teacher literally show up as the spaceship's beaming off, and it just looks like this fucking pink mist in the sky. <laughs> yeah, there's like no ship. Like they ran out of budget. Um, and, you know, they show up, and, you know, they, they go up to Spencer, and the dad's like, oh, my God, I missed you. Oh, my God, I thought that you were dead. I'm so glad you're okay. And then, and then I'm sitting here and, you know, I'm like, okay, so just like the end of Lawnmower Man, they've just adopted this teacher, I guess, into the family. Yeah. <laughs> it's his new mom. Uh, yeah. Th- meet your new mom, your science teacher. Meet your new mom. Hard cut to the fucking 10-year-old entrepreneur selling fucking Psy shirts? What is happening? All right. that This was kind of funny. I'd buy that shirt. I'd buy an Urkelbot shirt. I want that shirt. Except I, you know, to be fair, I want the actual Urkelbot. You know, I don't want this crap <laughs> on the shirt. Just clarification there. Yeah, they're telling, they're selling the t-shirts. There's, a, They got a huge line. And the one girl that was putting a makeup on earlier goes up to a kid. And she's like, yeah, you know, you just can't afford it. You got to start asking your mom for some more lunch money. Yeah, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? It's like passive aggressive bullying. Meanwhile, uh, Tim's dad fucking pulls up. And, you know, now all of a sudden, now that he's a nice dad, he's got a fucking sweater vest on. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be here at three on the dot. I'm going to be here at three just today, though. It's only going to last one day, and then it's back to being Mr. Business. I promise I won't fuck up today. This dad just makes me think of, like, 
Schwarzenegger and fucking jingle all the way. Like, this is, like, the one time he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to make well on this. And then never happens. Remember, kid, you're my number one customer. You're my number one customer. You could picture it, though, right? No, no, absolutely. He's sitting in his fucking uh, car office, car slash office, and just, like, you know, face palming after he does it. So then Spencer finally sees the uh, uh, girl biotic whose name I also don't know. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Finally walks up to her, and he's like, I also like the Midnight Dude. And she's like, me too, and pulls out, like, a sealed copy of the same comic. That means she's a a, a deep nerd, everybody. She has the first issue yes. of Midnight Warrior, and she hands it to him, and he fucking dies, and then the credits roll. And he starts going through it with his greasy fucking peanut butter fingers. <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? It was sealed. Yeah, like, why did you... No, no, you weren't supposed to open it. You were just supposed to look at it. Do you even like comics? What the fuck is wrong with you? She's like, that was my prized possession. Never talk to me again. See, I'm a smart guy, and I have two copies of the button on my shelf. One is wrapped, and one's the version I read, because I frivolously spend money on comic books. There you go. (laughs) One was a Christmas gift. It's not my fault. So, uh, so where are we putting this, guys? This movie is not bad, and I didn't hate it but I'm still putting it in the dumpster based on the fact that I would never watch it again. I don't think that's controversial. I can t- I can see that. It's, like, just gonna... Ca- not, like, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna shove it in the same place Sean shoves, like, fucking uh, Monster in the Closet and what the fuck we watched last week. Oh, In Pursuit? Yeah, no, I would just kind of go, meh, and just kind of toss it and just, you know, just lands in the top there. It's like, oh, that was harmless. I don't need it ever again, though. <laughs> I'll add that it's the first kids movie we watched that I didn't just outright despise. This is a weird addition <laughs> because it's certainly on the shelf for me. We have anime-inspired kaiju hijinks going on here with men in suits and weird alien puppet things, and I'm fucking 100% about that. This movie as a whole, though, really isn't that great. doesn't even really make a lot of sense. You know? Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, it just the way it kind of works and just the, the genre. Warriors of Virtue. Kind of. This is like a this is like a Moonbeam Entertainment movie yeah. on, like, steroids. <laughs> they just had yeah. a, a lot of budget to play with, and I think that kind of hurts it a little bit because it's missing some of the kind of low-budget charm to it yeah. that I think it kind of needs to... I think, I think... I know this sounds ridiculous, but, like, if this was a little bit hokier... I think I would have enjoyed it more and held it in higher respects and the rewatchability would be there for me, but it's fine. Uh, I don't, it, it's strictly mediocre for me, but it's definitely on the shelf. Uh, this is like a must own kind of movie for me because it's, you know, a kid's movie with fucking mutant aliens and they fight each other and it's it's totally fine and there's a lot of fucking cool destruction in it. For me, it's definitely a dumpster movie. You know, I kind of went back and forth on this on my head because I don't actually think it's, like, that bad, but I'm kind of with Connor saying, like, I have no intentions of ever watching this again. Um, you know, it's 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 pretty high towards the top. You know, it's not, you know, it's... I would almost argue it could be, like, one of those, like, egg crate movies next to the dumpster, but I feel like that would be too much of a disservice to The Giver, which I had, you know, put, I think, in the middle of the dumpster, but don't quote me on that. You know, just to make the Giver connection, I'd say, you know, it's at the top of the dumpster. It's kind of under the fucking old porno mags, and you just got to move them to the side and hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) They're a little wet. They're a little spicy. But, uh, you know, you just kind of hope they didn't get on the movie. Uh, That's where this movie lives. Woman biotics.
Nude woman biotics. Unclothed female biotics. <laughs> Where are their exterior coverings? Why can I see the inside of this female biotic? I can see her reproductive organs. <laughs> Target acquired. So that's it. That's Star Kid from 1997, directed by Manny Koto. Hey, everybody, if you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Podbean, and make sure to leave us a five-star review if you dig the show, because it helps us get out of the bottom of the dumpster into more eardrums. Yeah, and if you're on the social medias, you can follow us at Movie Dumpster on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to support indie comic books, you can head over to Indiegogo.com and look up the project Fishtown. That's by our buddy Dave DeForn, who does all the artwork for the show. Uh, you want to support indie comics. I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. Biotic host seeks to mate with female Michelle Eberhardt. Mate? Please, I don't want to mate with her. I just like her, that's all. I can talk to her, I'd tell her. Why can Earth Biotic not communicate with female Biotic? I'm a chicken. Non-factual. A chicken is a widely domesticated earth fowl.